This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. And once again, I want to wish you and yours a happy new year. Happy 2015. And what better way to start off 2015 than to focus in on our health a little bit? I got to share with you that my wife has been getting on me for years about putting a garden in our backyard because she's been wanting to grow her own vegetables and, and just uh, cook our own vegetables. And, you know, this stuff is getting expensive today. But, of course, I know nothing about that, but I am excited because I have a friend, a community partner, and someone who is making moves in the community. His name is Darren Chapman, and Darren is the CEO of the Tiger Mountain Foundation. Brother Darren, Happy New Year, and welcome to the Father Matters Show, my man. Appreciate it, Vance. Thanks for having me. Let's jump right into it. Darren, what is the Tiger Mountain Foundation? Uh, the, the Tiger Mountain Foundation, Vance, is a, um, uh, a, a mosaic of empowerment initiatives uh, that we uh, brought to the community in 2007. Uh, it consists of community gardens that bring produce, affordable, accessible, nutritious back into the community, uh, produce to the metropolitan Phoenix area, uh, via uh, farmers markets, uh, also a different point of view restaurant, um, and uh, also other different uh, conceptual uh, opportunity for people to get involved, such as uh, if they have uh, behavioral health substance abuse issues, uh, they can step into a Tiger Mountain Foundation. Not only are we dealing with how to cure our community by planting these gardens in our vacant fields, but we're also talking about other different places that they can go, such as uh, Father Matters to deal with maybe some anger issues or some family issues uh, and other different organizations like that uh, as a uh, uh, organization who outsources. Um, so uh, that's what Tiger Mountain Foundation is. It's uh, a culmination of, uh, uh, like I said, a mosaic of empowerment initiatives. And and I and I love that and I appreciate that and 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 I want to go back to the 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 fields and the vacant lots, brother, because you're a very humble brother and you won't say it yourself. But Darren, you can drive all throughout the South Phoenix community, man, and I seen lots that at one point were just packed with couches and old furnitures and garbage and things like that. And brother, you and your staff and your volunteers will come through that, clean all that up, brother. You're planting vegetables. I'm seeing youth. I'm seeing elderly. I'm seeing people in all ages and to drive through those areas and see how you guys have made that so beautiful. And you give people the opportunity to buy the produce or, or get it for free. How does that work? Uh, so people who work in the community gardens, Vance, um, have the opportunity to actually take a five-foot by 100-foot plot that could literally be theirs for $5 a month and wow. or 
trade-in as work that they do with Tiger Mountain Foundation. So we'll literally give you that five-foot by 100-foot plot. You can take that uh, uh, nutritious produce home with you. You can share it with Tiger Mountain Foundation and take it to the farmer's markets. Uh, one, our, one of our, our, our main goals was to make sure that this produce was uh, accessible. Um, I, there's a terminology, Vance, that's been used called a food desert. And the Phoenix, Arizona, uh, in that 85040, has a food desert along that Broadway corridor where we started. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that people could actually grow it. Uh, we will provide the uh, opportunity for them to grow this in their own community and then be able to bring it back into their own homes, back to their own families. So That's uh, awesome. Yes, sir. And, and, and what is a food desert? A food desert is a place where, um, uh, so for instance, uh, between 16th Street and 32nd Street, there aren't uh, supermarkets that actually provide um, nutritious produce. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, nutrient-rich uh, uh, corn, um, greens, and these types of things, onions, what have you. Uh, so in that thoroughfare, there are a lot of uh, moms and pop stores. Uh, you may find a banana in one of those stores, uh, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, unfortunately, in that in our community, it's a lot of cigarettes, uh, alcohol, uh, meat products, candy. Soda pop. Absolutely. Things that have caused a lot of the uh, health disparity in that area. That is what a food desert consists of. And what I love about that, Darren, people need to realize, for you and I, I can jump in my car and be at the grocery store in five minutes, Mm. get what I need, be home in five minutes. But there are people who will need to take two to three buses to get to that grocery store and take two to three buses back. Now, realize in the summertime in Arizona, now your ground beef is warm, your milk is warm, you know, and then sometimes in some, not all, but some of these mom and pop stores, they may have some fruits and vegetables, like you said. But now they're going to mark it up even higher because they can. You Absolutely. know, and, and mm-hmm. are we thinking about this type of stuff? Darren, let me ask you, mm-hmm. why did you get involved with doing something like the community gardens? Um, I uh, got involved. Uh, I, I, I'm uh, one of these guys who kind of watched my grandfather uh you know, Vance, I, I've always uh, really appreciated what you do with fathers. Um, my father figure uh, was my grandfather. Uh, uh, nothing against my biological or my stepdad. Uh, but um, my grandfather grew um, most of the stuff that we ate. Yes. Uh, and, and even when we veered away from food that was grown in the ground, we had greyhounds. Uh, and, and so we were probably the original Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we did this. My grandparents moved to Los Angeles in 1945. And a quick from there to here, uh, they grew. Uh, uh, I just remember being able to get avocados, peaches, plums in my own backyard. Uh, people would come and, hey, Mr. George, man, we need some greens for right. Thanksgiving. And right. uh, that was my grandfather, Mr. George C. Burnham. Right. And, uh, um, and, and so he grew these different types of things. So I was always around this as being like a fixture in our lives, something that we could do uh, very cost effectively yeah. uh, and something that, uh, you know, my grandfather uh, lived a long time. Uh, 
Uh, my my aunt Jessie, when I went to go visit her in Texas, uh, you know, stories told that she was 103 years old. Ooh. Yeah, so, I mean, these people lived, and and she was vibrant. I mean, you know, you'd have conversations with her about what Texas was like. She was alert, absolutely, very alert. And I, I know a lot of that had to do with uh, what they ate and how they lived. Um, so that that got me involved with. Uh, uh, community gardens, and, and to take it even a little step further, Vance, uh, to how we could actually use these community gardens to bring community development. Uh, you know, we're very familiar with apartment buildings being built uh, to kind of house the issues. But what about something that's proactive that actually could get people involved when they walk out of those beautiful apartment buildings uh, into their streets? Will they still see the liquor stores and the cigarettes and the drugs and, and, and the crime? Or will they see something at the end of their corner that they can get involved with that brings out their uh, autonomy, their their artistic skills, uh, their their skills, uh, that whatever their asset might be? A, a garden lends itself to that because you could just be a hard worker or a concerned person. You don't necessarily have to be a technical whiz in a particular field, and you can still be a contributor to your community. And what I, and, and what I love about that is how the people can get involved, and I love how. Some of these lots, before you get to them, spray paint, all that stuff. Like I was saying earlier, the garbage. Like, man, people don't eat, they don't touch your lots. But they appreciate that. They respect that lot. Mm-hmm. They have, like, ownership of that. Absolutely. What kind of people, who is, is, is it a volunteer basis? Is it, how do I get involved? How do people mm-hmm. get involved with Tiger yeah. Mountain? Yeah. So um, people ask me that question. They say, well, uh, I, I just had a uh, consultation around the corner uh, at one of the schools, local schools, and they said, uh, well, Darren, uh, if we build this stuff, what type of fencing should we build to keep people out of it? Well, that that's not why you personally, I, I don't feel you should build it. You, you want to be inclusive of the people in your community or else someone's going to feel like they're getting pushed away. So in a, na- a neighborhood where we have uh, very high crime, very high recidivism, people going in and out of the jails, uh, we wanted to make a model that actually accepted literally anyone who wanted to do something positive for their com- community. So uh, we put in together an intergenerational, uh, multi-ethnic uh, mentoring concept around our garden. So we have a Gilbert Farmer, uh, we have a uh, gentleman who uh, did some work with Chicanos Por La Casa. Uh, we have uh, um, a- another young lady uh, who is the mom of Councilman Michael Johnson, uh, who's been working with us for four years in the gardens. And and what fantastic way to bring seniors as part of your mentorship. Uh, you know, that what, what a great uh, way to bring seniors into the mix. Uh, you, know, you have um, so many different types of people. So we, there's literally no one that we actually push away. Um, and uh, to get involved with the Tiger Mountain Foundation, there's a couple of different ways. You can uh, uh, go to our website. We have contact information at www.tigermountainfoundation.org, um, and uh, get, a, get a hold of us, and we'll figure out a way to try to get you involved in your community. What I love is I came and volunteered one Saturday, and, brother, it was 50, 60, 70 of us out there, and even before you let us touch a shovel, you had us exercising, getting in shape, breathing. Absolutely. And it's like people need to realize you're you're you you are outside. Mm-hmm. You're you're I mean, bro, you had all cultures, all backgrounds, Absolutely. all age groups. 
people who don't even live in the area come from out uh, uh, inside and you're moving your body, you're talking, you're mm-hmm. next to someone. What kind of community is that causing for that three, four hours people are helping and volunteering? Yeah, that, that's a good, great question. Um, one of the things that, that we looked at uh, when we started doing the community gardens um, is that, uh, and, and, and growing up in, in South Phoenix and South Central Los Angeles, um, I, I noticed that a lot of the people that I grew up with, Vance, uh, lived their lives in a silo. And, and you've seen this as yes. well. Um, Vance, I, I've seen you uh, talk to different uh, um, adults who've come from our gardens that we refer to you. Uh, about maybe um, kind of letting down some of these barriers to growth. Uh, diversity is a huge barrier to uh, growth of our communities, uh, whether it's um, living in the silo of uh, not integrating um, different religious uh, belief. You know, uh, we, we so, so therefore, if you're Catholic or Jewish, um, and uh, um, or, or or Baptist or what have you, you still have an opportunity to come into this community garden and work with everyone, which brings that cultural diversity that we need for these gardens. And they come, they come from different faiths, backgrounds, education backgrounds. I'm seeing people exchanging phone numbers, email addresses, sure. and, and people who probably at a grocery store will walk right past a certain per- person, mm-hmm. elbow to elbow, passing the tools together, sharing. And it was just so powerful. Is it kids can be a, a part of it as well? Oh, absolutely. We have people, families who bring their kids every second and fourth Saturday of the month. We have a garden event. Um, so from 8 a.m. until um, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, every second and fourth Saturday through the course of the year. Uh, we changed that up a little bit in November and December, but uh, we have some great events coming up in uh, January and February of this year. Man. And, um, yeah, kids are, are, yeah, they're a big part of what we do. Well, you're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Darren Chapman, CEO of the Tiger Mountain Foundation. And we are talking about community gardens. We'll hear more from Darren after this. Anybody want to fall in love tonight? Hey, Father Matters Show family. Will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org and share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you. And we're back with Darren Chapman, CEO of the Tiger Mountain Foundation. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Darren, before we went to the commercial break, I, I love you mentioned something about letting down barriers. Just touch on that a little bit more. How, how, what do you mean letting down barriers? Um, well, part, part of what we deal with um, in, in our area codes that we serve, uh, 85040, uh, 85041, and 42, 
Um, there, there are a lot of uh, stigma that's attached to uh, what's quote unquote cool for a young kid. Uh, so with myself uh, being one of these uh, kids in the past, um, I, I looked at the guy who had the 26 inch rims and, and uh, you know, was uh, had had the jewels and, and all these different cool things uh, that we perceive were cool. We didn't even ask how we got them. Right. right. So, so to let down some of those fences, we would have to build something that also provides you an outlet for uh, maybe getting some type of financial stimulus. Right. So so having a community garden on the corner that actually takes produce to farmers markets, you see a financial incentive every first and third Thursday of the month. Uh, we've had literally hundreds of youth adults and seniors who receive financial incentives for working in these gardens. They're seeing that these legitimate streams of income are actually bringing something positive to them as opposed to the status quo, which is uh, unfortunately in our community, uh, uh, a lot of uh, willing and dealing uh, on the uh, opposite end of the law uh, that, that contributes to a billion dollar prison industry. Um, how do you reverse that tie, change that status quo into something that uh, is, is positive and commonplace amongst your community? And, and the way that we see that is we can let these fences down by literally building within these vacant lots something that actually pre- creates a different type of development. What I, what I also love, I saw on your website, you have the four pillars. Can you to unpack that a little bit because it's powerful. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Uh, so so what we have, Vance, is um, uh, the uh, what we what holds Tiger Mountain Foundation up, and that's financial literacy, uh, micro-business enterprise, uh, workforce development, and uh, substance abuse behavioral health education. Uh, and we call those the four pillars because – um, if, if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum of what we try to do positive with our mentors, people like yourself with Father Matters, um, if, if what we try to do is uh, keep you from that opposite end of that spectrum, uh, whether it's through a Tiger Mountain Foundation or through one of the alliances that I mentioned earlier, we want you to be able to start developing a strategy through these four pillars. Uh, Looking at micro-business enterprise, a Tiger Mountain Foundation um, is nothing without building the administration structure around what we do. So we're looking at Tiger Mountain Foundation as an, a, a great business opportunity for the community to be engaged in. Uh, workforce development is something that uh, if, if you want X, Y, and Z, and you pick up that dope sack and you contribute to a billion dollar in, uh, a, a prison industry, then they've got their workforce development together. Then you need to get your workforce development so that you're moving on the opposite end of that spectrum, doing something positive for yourself, for your family, uh, for, for your uh, community. Um, and, and then, you know, the, the, um, the other two ends of that spectrum, uh, with the, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you got the behavioral health, you got the uh, uh, substance abuse, the workforce development. Uh, Financial literacy uh, is another big piece of this. And with that financial literacy, we just want people thinking in terms of if this is the constraints that I'm working within, I want to be able to work beyond those constraints. How do I do that? How do I budget now? 
how do I create some type of equity? I mean, it's it's okay if you transition from literally having nothing to being a renter, but but what's the next step? You know, think in terms of that. Think in terms of first time uh, home buyer uh, uh, ownership. Um, so we we want people to literally be proprietors of their dream. And uh, you can do that uh, through that financial literacy, through that micro business uh, enterprise, through that workforce development, and, and then finally uh, the behavioral health substance abuse education. So crucial. Ninety percent of the people who are going in and out of these jail systems don't have a strategy as to how to proceed in their lives. So uh, it, it might be one person having a glass of wine with their family in the in the end of the night, uh, but we're looking at this person who's saying, "Man, you know, I drink." until I'm drunk or I use until, you know, I can't uh, function or, or be uh, a responsible uh, person in my community. So, so we look for uh, different strategies and different people for these participants to work with Vance that deal with um, uh, use, misuse, and, and finally, unfortunately, abuse. So, And see, Darren, and I'm glad you answered that the way you answered it, because mm-hmm. behind all this, what people don't see, because I'll drive up and down Broadway, I see kids, youth, hundreds of people helping. It takes money to drive this. Yeah, You know, you got to get the, the supplies, you got to get the seeds for the, uh, the vegetable, all the stuff that you're doing. How are you funded? But at the same time, what are your needs? We got listeners all over the country right now. And this this time we need to create stuff like this in communities all over the place. Sure. Um, what are your needs? How are you funded? Yeah. So so our, our needs are uh, very similar to most businesses, Vance. If, if a business said, listen, this is my three to five year plan. Uh, and I'm putting it down on the table, and I need a bank loan for X amount of dollars. Well, Tiger Mountain Foundation, because our initial goal, like I said, was empowerment, we literally tried to figure out a way to grow this and then take whatever we've grown and then use that to put back in. Uh, As we've grown, we realize, though, that we do have other needs, and and that is to uh, construct this for the next three to five years as a business proposal. Uh, it's social venture uh, interest per se, Vance. So, so what our needs are are um, we we need to build our administrative uh, staff. Um, we we definitely need more tools for our gardens, uh, more seed for our gardens. Uh, we're looking for some type of uh, corporate sponsorship to go hand in hand with our ongoing community work. Uh, I, as, as you know, you could actually see me right now, Vance. I got steel toe <laughs> boots right yeah, now. You and, came in right. Right off meetings. And, right. And, and, yeah, I know. <laughs> right off the every, every time I see you, <laughs> shoes dirty, you just, but you on the grind, man. You are exactly. saving people. You are changing people's lives. You are saving people's yes, lives. Sir. That's why I want you to put the needs out because this doesn't just happen. Yes, sir. I mean, how, how can you uh, be so uh, grimy most of the time? while doing uh, the cleanest work you've ever done in your life. Um, you know, this this is the most honest uh, day's work that I've ever done in my life. And uh, and, and like I said, it, it can only happen with the support of, uh, you know, people like yourself, Vance, giving us airtime to talk about these things. Uh, people taking a look at Tiger Mountain Foundation, maybe coming down to tour uh, our development and see some of the things that are happening. That's awesome. Where sure. can our listeners go to learn more about 
Tiger Mountain Foundation? Well, there's a couple of different things. Uh, you can like us at Tiger Mountain Foundation on Facebook. Yes. Uh, also, uh, www.tigermountainfoundation.org gives you a lot of information on the nonprofit. And because we're literally out in the community seven days a week, Vance, uh, applying our trade, uh, toiling away in the soil, uh, you can actually... Um, Take that contact off of the website and come down and see us uh, through the course of the week. That'd be so awesome. Darren, thank you for taking the time to come visit me, man, and talk to me about Tiger Mountain Foundation. And and one more thing, what would you say to people who are looking for volunteer hours? How can they be a part of that? So people who are looking for volunteer hours, uh, they can correct, uh, connect. Uh, with me um, on that Tiger Mountain Foundation website. Uh, I have an email address there. I also have a uh, uh, cell phone and office phone number there. And uh, I, if you don't contact me directly, this is my life. So I'm very, uh, I'll, I'll make sure and get back at you. I bring you on you, down. Darren. Thank you again for coming, brother. And thank you for listening to the Father Matters Show. Once again, Happy New Year. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. I want to thank my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Wednesday, January the 21st, Father Matters is hosting a Man Talk workshop. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information about that. See you next week, the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.